Other investors may be going risk off. If you're going impact on, you'll want to grab Impact Alpha's best deal of the year, 50% off an annual subscription. That's $200 off the regular price. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe. From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, December 18th. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, I'm joined by David Bank, who will round up Impact Alpha's roundups for 2020. Hey, David. Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't wait to uh, say goodbye to the year 2020. And we'll hear from Equilibrium Capital's Dave Chen, who has some predictions for 2021. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in impact investing. Policy wonks are showering President-elect Biden's team with recommendations. On deck and climate, disclosure of climate-related financial risks, a national green bank, a price on carbon, and this one from Bill Gates, a proposal for a National Institutes of Energy Innovation, modeled after the National Institutes for Health. On impact investing policy, backstopping community development financial institutions, a domestic development bank, and a reversal of the Trump administration's rules restricting the use of ESG, that's environmental, social, and governance, factors in pension investing. A spate of year-end transactions has put Impact Alpha into deal flow overflow. There were a ton of -of end-of-year deals. Netflix put $25 million into Enterprise Community Partners' Equitable Path Forward Initiative, an ambitious effort by Enterprise Community Partners to uproot the legacy of racism in the U.S. housing market. MacArthur Foundation and Big Society Capital anchored the Women and Safe Homes Fund, which will acquire residential properties and lease them to charities in the U.K. to assist women experiencing homelessness. In India, Arya closes $21 million for warehousing and financing to help smallholder farmers get the best prices for their harvests. Arya has installed 1,500 storage facilities in villages across 20 Indian states. And Zero Avia clinched nearly $40 million to speed zero-carbon air travel with its hydrogen-based fuel cells. Leading the financing, Breakthrough Energy Ventures. Amazon's Climate Pledge Fund also participated. And finally, Mackenzie Scott made more than $4 billion in grants this week, coming just four months after giving away nearly $2 billion. On the new list, a roster of community development financial institutions. The world's 18th richest person and ex-wife of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has drawn praise for both how quickly she's giving away her wealth and for the types of organizations she's supporting, especially those focused on the most marginalized. So, David, this week, Impact Alpha published five separate roundups. Can you round up the roundups for us? Well, Brian, we do this every year and we look ahead and we look back and we picked uh, the five themes uh, of the year. Uh, We wrote about catalytic investors sharpening their tools for deep impact, uh, helping small businesses in emerging markets survive and thrive. Uh, centering blackness in the economic recovery and reconstruction, rounding up our racial justice coverage from the year, um, and investors step up for dramatic climate action, or else. Or else, indeed. So these are all in the look ahead that you put together at impactalpha.com, but you also had an end-of-the-year conversation with Dave Chen. Tell me about that. 
Well, that's another tradition we've got. Dave, as you know, the head of uh, Equilibrium Capital, has been helping us uh, sort through what we're calling the institutional shift, uh, the sort of big... Uh, tectonic plates moving in global finance, including the big pension funds and sovereign wealth funds. And he's kind of a seer or a trend spotter. And so we asked him for some of his predictions for 2021. Here's Dave on what he calls the disruption that's hitting corporate strategy as a result of something like the Moore's Law in many uh, sectors, uh, declining price curves. That's an expectation management that we're seeing the full force of technology being applied in the sustainability area across multiple industrial sectors. Yeah, I think we're forecasting that we could see as much as 10% per annum productivity increases in the greenhouse. And in part because so much technology and overlapping technology now is being thrown at, at these problems. Dave talked about what he called the great burp forward, uh, the, the notion that folks had been kind of hiding their sustainability credentials and achievements and 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 certainly talk about things like climate change kind of under a, a bushel during the Trump years. But it's all going to come out now in a great burp. And frankly, I'm actually very optimistic. I don't think it'll be greenwashing. You know, I, I again, as I said, you know, the stuff that John Deere is doing. Um, they have not, and they've been very careful not to associate the word climate change, climate adaptation, uh, can't move dirt. You know, if the climate's changing in your region, you can't just up and lift your farm and, and, and go somewhere else. So I think that they've been very artful and very careful, but I think they're going to watch them take, take not just credit for it, but overtly now uh, out in the open, really start to talk about these kinds of things. And again, always in the context of how, how they add value and make their farmers more competitive. I think you're going to see that in multiple industries. One of Dave's biggest predictions is something he calls the carbon race. And we're starting to see this all over the place. Basically, it's a it's a race to get your hands on carbon sequestration, carbon savings that all companies, particularly oil and gas, of course, but all companies are grabbing for in order to get to their net zero plans. 21 is going to be the year that demand will drive and will grossly outstrip supply. You have some inventory positions that may be the entire year's worth of production or the entire next five years worth of production. As there is demand, you're going to see the incredible growth of uh, carbon transition infrastructure kinds of projects. And again, the incredibly high demand for those projects. Uh, and again, this time, from the capital markets, because we're so grossly undersupplied and the demand is now going to outstrip the supply. So money will drive, the, 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 the money representing demand is going to outdrive the supply of carbon transition infrastructure projects, and the demand for forward positions on credits is going to drive the demand for projects as well. So those are all great predictions from Dave Chen, but what are your predictions for 2021? What are you most looking uh, forward to covering in the pages of Impact Alpha? Well, we've been pushing this notion of impact on that, uh, you know, just like some investors sometimes go risk off, uh, you, you know, that impact investors are going impact on and that's going to pay dividends as all of these, you know, trends, you know, for good and bad come come a cropper in 2021. So we're looking for folks to double down and raise their ambitions and, uh, you know, give give this impact thing a ride. So wait, let's just unpack that a little bit. What do we mean by when investors go risk off? What does that mean? 
That means they start uh, protecting their portfolio against downside risks. And so they start, you know, pulling in their horns and, and protecting them themselves. Uh, impact on means they say, ah, these are the trends we got to be on. We got to be uh uh, going zero carbon, obviously, but we also got to be going social equity and racial justice. And we got to be looking for all of that good old impact alpha. And this is the, the year that we see the turning point where the confluence of all these different factors are coming together, where it makes sense for investors to go on the offense and be proactive in being straightforward with their impact. It's a new year and a new beginning, Brian. Uh, one can hope. And however it turns out, we look forward to following it in the pages of Impact Alpha. We'll be here and uh, look forward to seeing you on the other side. Likewise. That's going to do it for your Impact Briefing this week. But before we go, the Impact Alpha crew is here to surprise one of our own, Editorial Director Dennis Price, who is celebrating a milestone today. Happy birthday, Dennis. Can't believe you're four ever young. Happy birthday, Dennis. Happy birthday. Thanks to our producer, Isaac Silk, and the whole team at Impact Alpha for their hard work this entire year. I'm Brian Walsh, head of Impact for the fintech company Liquinet. Happy holidays to all, and we'll see you, in some sense of the word, in 2021. Until then, take good care. <laughs>